Sure. That sounds a little that, bit. That's a, yeah, that's that's our, that, that's as articulate as your it dad. Then like you can't do it now. And then like so my mom's meeting on Friday it became on on Saturday. That's canceled. Oh, it got canceled on Friday and moved canceled to Saturday. Canceled on moved to Saturday. That's kind of it. So you're canceled, that's, but then you come back later. Then you like, come back later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I actually okay, think that's it. a refreshing perspective on the cancellation. Yeah. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. So, I was in uh, Florida this past week, last week. Oh, lucky you. Yeah, back to Orlando um, for a conference for work. And, you know, everybody's walking around with their lanyards and their badges. And, um, you know, you can write, like, you know, it's like exhibitor, presenter, whatever. But, like, there's these little ribbons that you can tack onto it that says staff or, you know, whatever the, the thing is. One of the options you could present on there was your pronouns. So, you know, the... Him, he, she, her, they, them. Yeah, the whole the whole gambit of uh, pronoun loveliness. And I didn't see a ton of them, but one that I saw, just, it it made me laugh, and then it just kind of annoyed me. And I I wrote something down like for the post-it notes, but I don't want to publish it because I don't want it to come and bite me in the ass like twenty years later. You know, I don't want to get it, so. <laughs> as 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 it does. Yes. So I don't I, I just I don't want it out there for the world. But let me let me just read to you what I wrote. So so that it can be out there yeah. for the world on a podcast. Okay, good. Yeah. Well they can't screenshot this. Fair enough. All right, so here's what I wrote down. Just you know, a little thirteen twenty-six word rant. All right. I am all for pronoun identification. I'm all for it. But if you're a person with a st- with stereotypical male beer belly and patterned baldness with a beard down to your nipples, you don't need to clue us in. Unless you're doing it for allyship. But even then, it feels vapid and performative, bro. Nice. Nice. It's just, it's like... I, well, I've, I, I, mean, I, I get it. Like, yeah. Because you know, it's like, okay, it's a safe space for others to... I, to identify the thing is it's think about pronouns for a second this is one of the things i think it is the most funny about the whole uh, self-identifying as pronouns is it is not about how you see yourself it is how you require or or request depending on who you are how people refer to you so if I you think decide it's i think it's you well, see yourself this way and you want but, others to see yourself that way too well, yeah i know but the thing about it is if i'm if i decide to change my pronouns to she her i'm never going to refer to myself as she her because you don't refer to yourself <laughs> in the third okay. person yeah so really if i say my pronouns well, are she sometimes her david does well yes of course um if 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 my pronouns are she her i'm not I'm not saying that I'm going to have to change how I, how I say anything. I'm not changing my language 
in any way, shape or form. This is about you, David. This is about me determining that you have to use a different set of pronouns. Not It has zero to do with me. This is my way of controlling your language, not mine. And the thing unless, was, unless unless I am one of those, you know, those third person refers, and then maybe you have some mental problems that are beyond your pronouns, or you're a a baseball player. There's an old uh, David Cross joke about Ricky Henderson talking to third person, <laughs> and it's it's absurd. Um, but anyway, anyway. yeah, it just it, yeah, I don't know. It's no different than when we were kids and, you know, like I, I remember in college, it was my uniform. My uniform when I was in college was a pair of red checked Vans. Remember Vans? Oh, yeah, of course. And I would wear brightly colored. I mean, red pants, yellow pants. I mean, you, Mr. I wear black and brown. Uh, yeah. Red pants, yellow pants, orange pants. And then I would wear a T-shirt and I had I probably had at least 12 Hawaiian shirts that I wore. I mean, oh, you I, were the eighties. I, I mean, I was, I was at the, and I had a pair of, of, uh, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, red jelly yeah, glasses, glasses frames. I mean, I was a hundred percent. I was all that I was all in the whole pronoun thing is it's a way to set yourself apart. It's a way to kind of give yourself yeah. that, that I'm different from the oldsters kind of thing. It's I got to tell you this. It's your identity. It, yeah, I mean, exactly. It's like I did the same shit. Like in high school I had. I had three things that I did to separate me. I had, I, God, I wore like a multi-pocketed like fisherman vest every day, <laughs> and then I wore I wore fingerless gloves. <laughs> you were Judd um, Nelson, man. I was Judd Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Judd Nelson. And then the other thing I did was, this is back when I still when I still identified as a Jew. Yes. Because I don't identify as a Jew, yeah, you, but I yeah. am one. Well, it's obvious, no. So, like, when people tell me, like, oh, so you're Jewish, and I'll say I'm a non-denominational recovering Jew, that's one of the little ribbons I didn't see in, at the conference was non-denominational recovering Jew. I couldn't put that on my badge. But anyway, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll take that up with the conference leaders <laughs> uh, later this week. Um, but I used to wear, so you, you know that the talus that Jews wear, like the, the shawl that Jews wear? Yeah, you got to understand, my full knowledge of of Judaism comes from Fiddler on the Roof. So, yeah, I know about that. Better than than coming from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Fair. So, or Schindler's List. (laughs) Now, Schindler's List is pretty good. But, uh, yeah, to Fiddler on the Roof, you got the pogroms, you got the families, you know, you get the arranged marriages, you know. Yeah. Um, But at the end of the the talus, there's these strings, and they're called tzitzit. And... This point in time right now, I don't remember what the significance of them are, but like there's, they have like 18 knots in them because 18 is representative of life or some such shit, whatever. Or, or the age so, of consent. Sure, whatever. Jesus, maybe that's what it was. Huh. Something to think about. Anyway, I wore like just the seat, the seat seat on my belt. Like on my belt. <laughs> just like the one seat seat. And uh, it, it wasn't... It wasn't as much like I, I can recall the decision. It wasn't like a I'm going to express my Judaism here as much as it was. I'm going to do a thing that nobody else in my high school is doing. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to stand because, apart because this is how, like this was the same time that I was like really getting into like punk music and like starting to run with the punk kids and all that shit. So 
and I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna do the chain wallet or I did a chain the, wallet the mohawk because I was gonna be the I was gonna be punk to punk you know what I mean like I was gonna yeah go yeah punk punk you just made me right? think of something because I remember in high school I did a chain wallet <laughs> and a pocket watch. On a chain. I did, oh, oh, I did a pocket yeah, yeah. watch on the chain. Yeah, I did yeah. I have a pocket watch on the chain. <laughs> but that was, so yeah, okay, so that was my uniform, is I had, I had the pocket watch on the chain. Um, what kind of fucking kid wears a pocket watch? Fucking yeah, David Hull does. that's right. Bespoke before gloves. it existed. <laughs> yeah, I had the fingerless gloves, I had the vest, and I had the fucking seat seat. That was my, like... It was your look. Different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not what anybody else is doing. And if somebody else walked in one day with a fucking fisherman vest from the Gap, just like mine, there'd be a fucking problem. Well, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's that scene from, uh, I I think it's Endgame, where where it's Thor and Peter Quill, and it's like, you're copying me. You're copying copying me. me. (laughs) Why is your voice so deep? I I always. I always. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly that scene, which is very funny. And the thing I think is funny about it is, is, is I'm hoping, this is what I hope. I don't know. But, you know, I, I look at this as... You know, in, in talking about the Vietnam era, uh, you, you know, there were the, the love children. There were the anti-war protesters. Yeah. And they had an agenda, you know, and they were, they, you know, they were righteous in some ways. And you had like the, the young SDS and the weathermen who were blowing up banks and shit, you know. And then you had flower children who just really just wanted to not bathe, smoke weed and fuck, you know, and give, you know. So you had that kind of thing at some point. All of them, I won't say all of them, but I would say predominantly most of them kind of grew out of that. You know, they kind of grew out of the, yeah. you, know, that, you know, that kind of thing. And so I think I would love to hope that the current generation of, of very, very offended, very, very sensitive, <laughs> very, very angry. I mean, you know, and, and not without cause, angry generation starts to grow out of that. One of the things that I'm, 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 and maybe I'm just fascinated by it, but I'm fascinated by the fact that lately, um, some of the canceled, you know, those, those big figures, you know, I don't think little figures are, I, although I do, I do recall, I just think I read that Amy Cooper, remember the, the bird watcher thing that happened the day oh. after George Floyd was killed was, yeah. Uh, yeah. The woman and, who called on the the black guy in Central Park who was watching yeah. birds. Or, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, and, and you know, it turned out it, it was a much more complicated story than what we first heard. Amy Cooper was really just by herself with a dog in an area of Central Park where there were no other people. He was not actually watching birds because he had a history of finding people who had dogs off the leash, and he had he would have uh, treats in his pocket and would try to lure their dogs away from them, and then <laughs> I mean, he was he was known to be a pretty threatening figure. So you didn't hear that in the initial And then what, reports. Would, what would he do? Like, so well, he'd get basic, the dog and then... Well, he, he would... Be, basically, he never took the dog. He was threatening that he was going to take the dog. And so... Mm-hmm. And it was always against... It, 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 but he had a history of being very, very angry and very, very confrontational in the park with people. And so she got fired. Her that life was like destroyed. Sounds like Karen versus Karen. Well, yeah. And so she ended up getting fired and destroyed and all this kind of yeah. stuff. And he was an American hero, blah, blah, blah. Well, she's now, she's now, uh, in fact, I don't know if she's winning, but I think she's winning. She just won a suit against her former employer for firing her and she's suing Christian Cooper. So the, you know, so the, I, it, it seems like maybe the pendulum is starting to even itself out a little bit. And uh, mm-hmm. I just want to throw, I just want to throw out a couple of 
examples, and I want to hear what you're. I, I want to. I want to see if you think the great call out and cancel has finally overstayed its its welcome. Um, I think it's fascinating that James Gunn, who directed the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and then after two came out, um, some right wingers dug up some. Uh, some pedophilia, bad pedophilia jokes that he'd made on Twitter, and uh, and he got he got fired by fucking Disney. You know, I mean, he just made two of the but most they, successful. They brought him back pretty well, quickly, didn't they? It wasn't quick. It wasn't quick. In fact, what it was was that, you know they fired him. It was a very public firing, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy just kind of got put on on hiatus, and then he ended up getting hired by DC to do the suicide squad as opposed to suicide squad. Yeah. God, why? The, I know. But anyway, he did well, that. Can we just pause for a second and like, just take a moment to recognize how stupid that movie title is. Yeah. Cause you've got suicide squad. Yep. With Will Smith. Yep. That sucked. Yes, it did. And Margot Robbie plays Harley Quinn. Little monster, the Harley Quinn. Yeah. Then you have the Suicide Squad that comes out like four years later. Yep. That has uh, Idris Elba and Idris Elba. Yeah. And Harley Quinn. Yeah. Same Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Robbie. Whatever. (coughs) What? Why? What the fuck, DC? (laughs) Like. DC has not known what it's been doing for a good long time, which is again getting into the James Gunn thing. In terms of he was he was fully canceled, then they pulled him in for DC, did the Suicide Squad, that led to the HBO Max uh, Peacemaker, which I thought was brilliant, fucking funny shit, funniest shit. Then heartwarming. Then Marvel came back and said, "Okay, maybe we were wrong." God. Maybe we shouldn't have canceled you. So could you this direct like Guardians of Galaxy? I saw you at the football game with Bobby, and it really upset did. me. I want to take you back. Yeah, and so he's, back, so he's got Guardians of the Galaxy that's coming out next month, and he's while he's doing that, he is now a co-head of DC. So this is a guy who got canceled, <laughs> who is now really like aggressively come back, where everybody wants him. Um, Louis C.K., as an example, canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, still people are... Still Still angry about him masturbating upon request, um, and, uh, and he just he's he's so far uh, he's doing it completely independently. He has no label, he's, but he has sold out Madison Square Garden I think four times so far. Is he um, really? Yeah, and he's making tons wow. of money, and and you know he's doing his specials and doing a he just did a, a documentary, and he's making another movie, so he's doing fine. J.K. Rowling, who the trans activists decided was a turf, and and they were going to destroy her, um, went on a, a rampage. They've made a podcast about it. We've talked about that. Um, well, now uh, a. F- Following their overwhelming, we're going to cancel Hogwarts Legacy, which is this interactive Hogwarts fucking thing. Okay, but yeah. back up a step. They did the HBO Max like reunion of all the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. And yeah. and she was not invited to be a part of the reunion of movies right. that she created the entire universe. So all right. Yeah. So she kind of got hard canceled by the by the the establishment, and uh, and then. They did Hogwarts Legacy, which made 
the most money and it's everybody's bitching about it. Don't, don't play this game. Cause it's from a turf and it made more money than, than God. And now HBO max is going to be making a long form Harry Potter television series. And JK Rowling is the executive producer. Hi. So my question is in this, in this rush during like 2020 to 2020 maybe late 2022 where everybody was getting canceled for offending the, the tiniest minority of the world and the ones that, that are most unhinged on Twitter. Uh, it seems like maybe we're, we're the pendulum is swinging back and we're kind of recognizing that, you know, it makes me want to hope that, you know, Al Franken might become a Senator again and, you know, that kind of stuff. So what are your thoughts on it? I, first of all, I would love for Al Franken to become a Senator again. Cause I think Al Franken, was a great you senator. Know, was a great senator. Al Franken is a very smart person, and we need his brain. Yeah, I agree. In a place where more smart people should be. Yep. Um, also, I think it'd be a lot of fun to see him debate on the floor with you know the likes of um, Larry, Larry Bobert and uh, Mark Matt Gates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, that fucking guy. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's great. I mean, I think that there are. You know, certainly people that should be canceled. I think, you know, Bill Cosby, he's a fucking predator, monster, fuck that guy. That doesn't change the fact that himself is not a great comedy special. And I agree with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a whole art versus versus the artist thing. And and I would agree with you. I think people I don't think people deserve to be canceled necessarily. But, you know, like in that, in that situation, you know, it's like. Was Bill Cosby canceled or was he? Well, he was put in jail. It was Harvey. Yeah, was Harvey Weinstein? Was there due process? Absolutely, there was due process. They broke the law. There's a difference between. I mean, there's no law. Yeah, accountability, like actual accountability for your actions. J.K. Rowling broke no laws. Broke Uh, the law, right? Are arguably Louis C.K. didn't break any laws, or he'd be in jail. Yeah, I mean, they, there was no, it was not, it right. was not legally any, you know, um, James I mean, Gunn didn't break. That, that Louis C.K., you know, public indecency exposed, you know. Well, no, but, he didn't do it out in public. I mean, that's one of the things I think is, I mean, not that I'm he, like. did he like jerk off in a plant? Wasn't that him? No, that was Harvey that Weinstein. Was Harvey Weinstein. Oh. What, what, <laughs> what Louis C.K. did was he sat in a meeting with uh, Dana and Julia from Chicago and in a conversation Ask them if he could masturbate and they didn't and they didn't know what to say. And I don't know if they thought he was joking or whatever. And they they said, OK, and he pulled his dick out and master because that masturbating in front of women is thing. He gets him off. Uh, and then Abby sure. Or I think no, it's not Abby sure. It's Abby Shackner. Um, she, uh, she, she was calling him and having a conversation with him and claims that it sounded like he was jerking off. Hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, and see, none of these things are, are against the law and, and, and really even count for. I mean, he, his argument always, he, although he apologized and kind of backed off, but his at least my argument would have been. But his argument was I asked and they said, yes, that's what consent is. Yeah. Now, the argument is that because he has so much power, that power dynamic, blur, blur, yeah. blur. It's like, OK, I get it. I but, get it. But but it's not against the law. It was just skeevy. I mean, he's a skeevy guy. He yeah, likes to jerk off in front of people. There's something wrong with that kink. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with that kink. It's just it doesn't hurt anybody. It's just weird. It's kind of yeah, gross. I, 
And I think that, you know, like, that is, in my opinion, a little weird, a little gross. Sure. And maybe then my choice is to, like, yeah, I'm not... I'm not going to watch this shit anymore. I'm not going to hang out with them. I'm not going to take any meetings with them. That's my choice because of the way I think. But is it a let's cancel this motherfucker because he's hurting thousands of people and destroying the world? No. Like Netanyahu needs to be fucking canceled. Donald yeah. Trump, you know, like. I don't Donald even Trump think Will Smith. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't even think Will Smith needs to be canceled for slapping Chris Rock. But I can't bring myself to watch him in movies anymore. No. Yeah. Fuck Will Smith. I you know mean, what I mean? But yeah. I don't mean. But the thing is, I don't think. It's it's upon the, the, the Twitter class to cancel yeah. anybody. It is right. my choice to go, well, you know, I mean, that's the thing is I thought about seeing it. I wanted to see Emancipation on Apple uh, before the Oscars. But after the Oscars, I just didn't have any interest. Not because I hate Will Smith or I think he's a bad person. I just didn't have any interest in seeing the movie. I just like, oh, yeah, I don't I don't really want to see that anymore. See, I was glad that the Will Smith thing happened because I was so sick of Will Smith and Jada Smith and I, their Jada kids. Smith. I got to like hate just, her. I was just so fucking sick of them and they just had such an attitude of entitlement and assholery and fuck them. They were self-righteous. But, but yeah, I think I think that you know the the pendulum doth swing, right? Yeah. What I what I don't want to happen is for the pendulum to swing back the other, the side. other way where it always it's, does though. like well, we can't we have to accept all behaviors. Yeah, you know, and, and everybody and, can get away with everything because they're living their truth as a rapist, you know, or whatever it might be. Well, like, I don't want that to happen. Yeah, well, there's a big call right now on the on the very very adamant uh, trans activists that they're they're really and I it's not like it's a big deal because anything on Twitter is really like 17 people screaming at each other, yeah. but um, there, there's actually a pretty aggressive campaign being made to include. Uh, pedophilia as a lifestyle choice. Speaking of, here's your child. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Good morning, Harry. Say good morning to Don. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's going on? What's happening? <laughs> Not much. Well, that sounds boring. Sounds like you got to do something crazy and make things happen. Yeah, my mom, mommy's not awake. Molly's not awake, and Jacob's not even awake. Wow! So it's you just know who is awake. What? Your morning breath. <laughs> <laughs> we need to cancel your morning breath. That's yeah, Harry. Harry. What do you think? What do you think about people being canceled? Do you know what canceled means? Um. Well, you needed to do something, but you don't need to do it, right? Sure. Uh, that sounds a little that, bit. That's 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 as articulated as your dad. It meant like you can't do it now. It meant like so. My mom's meeting on Friday it became on on Saturday that's canceled 
Oh, got canceled on Friday and moved canceled to Saturday. Canceled on moved to Saturday. That's kind of it. So you're canceled, that's, but then you come back later. Then you like, come back later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I actually okay, think that's it. a refreshing perspective on the cancellation. Yeah. yeah. Look at this, man. Five-year-olds. They, they know. Yeah, they just know things. And now, we're sack of the news. All right, your first Rorschach. This was in gizmato.com. Billy McFarlane warns Firefest 2 is finally happening. Stop. Come on. It's a true story. <laughs> he is he is he's out of jail and he is he is starting to raise money for Firefest 2. <laughs> so that's fucking guy. Oh my god. It's like <laughs> it's like Bill Cosby gets out of jail and goes and buys a, a drug you and fucking rape you cocktail. I, that's the first thing you're gonna do. Come on, it's happening. Who? How? How is this happening? How did? No, I. He's, you know, he's got two spe- a Hulu and a Netflix special. The thing I think the funniest about that headline is that he's calling it Firefest. Two, like it was, like it was a horror. Yeah, it was a horrifying grift, and I stole all of this fucking money and fucking jacked everybody over. Well, here's the sequel to that. God, I, mean, like, I let's look, man. I am, I'm here for it. I'm gonna sit down, pop some popcorn, and let's watch this shit play out because this sounds like it could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I want to watch the next next special. Right. <laughs> uh, second headline: mass layoffs, and, and and this is one of those things where I think it's amazingly obvious. This this headline is sort of like saying "sun shines," mm-hmm. <laughs> kills me. Mass layoffs. This is New York Times, and absentee bosses create a morale crisis at Meta. <laughs> Like, well, what else is going to create? <laughs> I mean, I wonder if that's, you know, putting the cart before the horse. Like, you know, I, I mean, I, yeah, duh. That I, I, oh God. That's another one of those, um, it's like DC. I feel like it's like DC in that way. In that, like, what are you, what is going on, tech people? You're just... You, like slow down, slow. D- I know that speed and fast and the newest thing is like that's your whole thing, but it's not working. Slow down, stop upending people's lives with these layoffs and this bad culture that you're causing in the work. It's just it's fuck off, just fuck yeah. off, Meta. Fuck How about off, that? I think. Generally, they, fuck off. In the Guardian, let's, let's take all oh. those people and train them to do clean energy. You know, tech and clean energy. And that's uh, all right. Or Walgreens always needs uh, stalkers. Yeah. Yeah. Someone to come and unlock the, the razor. Yeah. For me. Yeah. You got to have. Quicker, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just a little faster because we don't want the people just to come in and, and fill up their bags and run. Number three in the Guardian U.S. I just think given us, this makes me laugh. And it's got a picture of uh, Roman Roy, you know, Culkin, mm-hmm. uh, whatever his name is. Um, Kieran? Yeah, Kieran McCulley, yeah. Spoiler. Kieran McCulley? Kieran, whatever his name is, I don't know. I just know him as Roman right now. Spoiler, people need to stop ruining the plots of TV shows. 
Yeah. I fuck them. Yeah, that's. I I hope. I mean, have I you seen sick. season? Have you seen episode three of uh, Succession? I have. And I have too. I have. Was it spoiled for you? No, because I don't. Because I watched it the night of, and if I don't watch it the night of, like I don't jump on Twitter like an idiot. Because I know shit's going to be there. I avoid. Like if I well, see a news story, I skip past it so I don't, you know, what, learn it. I take caution, precaution. Precaution. Here's to, the funniest thing. I just got to share this with you in headlines because uh, this this Guardian uh, piece came out like three days after the uh-huh. Succession episode three. The day before <laughs> in the same magazine or the same publication yeah. was was a breakdown of the big plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> so this it basically what, uh, what I think happened was they're all sitting around in the office at the guardian U S which looks like a, you know, you know, a, so, a, so a one bedroom. And, uh, and one guy, <laughs> one guy sees it and writes a piece and the other guy's like, you motherfucker, I'm yeah. writing a piece. I'm going to write a piece for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. That's it's yeah. That's you and me. hundred percent. Yep. Um, I mean, I, <laughs> I think that there's, you know, after like two days or shit, man, a day, let's, let's remove social media out of this. Back in the days when it was just like print newspapers and magazines, you would have a big plot twist on a TV show. And the next day in the newspaper, you'd have your TV critic write about it. Yeah. And there would probably be spoilers because, but also, you know, if you didn't watch it that night, you missed it. Unless you're yeah, part yeah, of VCR, but then again, you had to or TiVo, whatever. Yeah, it was it was scheduled, you so know. you watched it. It was it was water cooler talk kind of thing. Yeah, right, water cooler talk. But if you hadn't watched it and you walk and you record it on VCR and you walk into the the break room and they're all talking about it on the water cooler, you have to go. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to leave. You take those precautions. You have to be careful. That said, no, you know what? I'm, I was going to say like to everybody else on Twitter needs to like stop spoiling shit. Do your thing, but it's up to you to be more careful. Don't go to Twitter until you've seen the show. That that said, when it comes to you and me, don't surprise me with spoilers. Yes, I figured that like, out. I know that Twitter is going to be spoiling shit, so I'm not going to go there. But don't do it on the Apecast or in don't conversation. Don't do it on the Apecast. Yes. But I am happy to talk about that twist plot. If you want to talk about that, we don't now. need we don't need to talk. We talk about it later. I think it's I think it was perfect <laughs> and it was exactly what was necessary. But uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Number four, what the DNC twenty twenty four could mean for Chicago looks like uh, after nineteen sixty eight, they didn't learn their lesson. Well, we <laughs> had world... ninety six. We had well, yeah, all right, all right. Clinton's reelection. That's but. true. That's true. But but again, the world is in turmoil. There are very very defined sides. There's great yeah. partisan anger going on. There's the youth versus the non youth. All this shit, and so that's all coming back to the I, hallowed shores of Lake Michigan. What are your thoughts? Um, I'm excited for it. I it's going to be in two places: McCormick and the United Center. So they're yep. dividing it, um, which I think they, I guess in 96, it was just at the United Center. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to try and get press, uh, press passes. Yeah. 
why not go to this thing? Or if I can't get into the Chicago one, I'm going to try and get press passes for, for the RNC yeah. up in Milwaukee. Well, there's a there's a chance. Holy we'll, we'll, shit. We'll, that thing is, there's a chance. Um, and we'll see how things turn out here in Wichita, but there's a chance that I will be living in Chicago around mm-hmm. that time. And if things uh, kind of unfold the way that that goes, I'm, I might try to get a I might try to get a job. At, at the convention, you know, it's like, that'd be kind of cool, you know, cause Hey, they're going to need people. And I will be, that will be the plan that, uh, if things, things unfold a certain way here in Wichita, I will be in uh, Chicago at that, that time. So, so speaking of, speaking of spoilers, I hope your uh, <laughs> current employers not listen to this episode. <laughs> they don't listen to this. Fuck. They don't even know it exists. Uh, but I, yeah, it's next year, right? The 2024, Four. Yes, 2024, so it'll probably be, what, oh, summer? Man, it'll be might, summer? Yeah, it'll be yeah. summer, like, because August is usually when they happen. But yeah. I think we've got that stupid NASCAR thing coming back for, like, three years. Yeah, I know. So Chicago might be a bit of a shit show then. Well, then? Uh, well, well, I mean, you've got that stupid NASCAR thing. I'm excited to see it. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not looking forward to it in, the like, a good way. Yeah. Um, I'm just... This NASCAR thing is going to be a. I just think it's going to be a fucking nightmare. Oh yeah, and it, it's a terrible. It's it's, you know, this is Lightfoot's uh, parking meter deal. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. I it's her um, final. It's her final. Fuck you to Chicago. <laughs> and her accidental fuck you to Chicago. I think she. You know, I think that Lightfoot. Meant she thought well. the money. Yeah, the money. Yeah. The, it's good money. It's going to be there's a, you know, but I don't. It's going to bring in. All the wrong people from Michigan, all the wrong people from Michigan yeah. are going to come out. Yeah. Um, but no, I think that the, uh, le- yeah, let's bring it back. And, you know, if this thing goes south like 68 did, I, I've i been thinking lately that we are living through uh, another, like, 1960s moment, I feel like, right now. Like, there's a lot of shit going on culturally. There's a lot of shit going on politically. And, you know, when I talk to my dad and mom about it, they were much younger in the '60s than than I am right now. But they were like, yeah, they weren't really living it, you know. Like my dad well, wasn't I, protesting in '68; he wasn't it, there well, for it. It, it. it and I think the argument can be made is like, uh, where were you? Where were you the summer yeah. of 2020? Well, where I was the summer of I 2020, <laughs> I was watching. I was watching the world blow up from TV, you know. I mean, and on the internet because I, you know, there were. I, I literally had. Because at that time I was, well, there were a lot of things going on that I didn't know. My wife was uh, God, sucking yeah. people off for money, but I didn't know about it. But we had the Vegas shutdown. Then I came back to the casino. And during the summer of 2020, um, I was a casino manager. And I remember encountering some Black Lives Matter protesters. But there were only like 16 of them in all of Nevada. And they yeah. all apparently they all came to my casino and you know, I talked to them and they, I told them they well, could destroy shit you, and they didn't. I'll tell you where the rest of the BLM protesters were in Nevada. Um, they were at home with their kids. Yeah. That's cause that's where I was. I was at home. I, I would have loved to go out on the streets and take to the streets, but I had to, I had to get Harry down for a nap. Yeah. There you go. I, there you, you go. Know, that was it. Number five, NPR quits Elon Musk's Twitter over government-funded label. Yeah. Was that a Rorschach that I called last week, I think? I don't, I don't think they so. Got, they got hit with the label. Yeah, they got um, hit with the label, but uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, that might have been a yeah, Rorschach. I just think it's which, funny that they quit them 
that Good. NPR has now officially quit Twitter. Good. So Everybody and P- quit Twitter. P- PBS, PBS is uh, going to stop tweeting as well. Good. Why were they Stop doing it in the first place? Feeding the beast. Yeah. Stop it. Just stop. Yeah, this is good. And the last one, and I and I Mike, I'm I'm putting quotation marks around the first word. These are my quotation marks, not a part of the man God. suspected of leaking secret US documents to appear in court. And this is Reuters. You've read so, about this, yeah? About this kid, this kid this, that, that, I have, that I have missed this. He um, dropped he dropped he dropped a hundred and some like super highly classified top secret documents on Discord. Which from <laughs> what I understand is basically like a gamer's Twitter. And yeah. he was like twenty one years old and he was uh, the Army Reserve. It was mm-hmm. on the naval ba- or on a base, and got got had, he released, and and you know why he did it? According to what I read, he did it to impress his friends. He did it to prove that he could to his buddies on yeah. Discord. And, Hold my beer, watch this. And 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 and, and, yeah. and they they arrested him. I mean, they, when they arrested him, there was a tank. He lives like in this tiny little suburb. There was a fucking tank in his yard. I mean, they were not fucking around. <laughs> Seriously, there's a picture on the online, and I don't think it's a fake one, where it's literally, you know, like the army is coming to get him, and there's a motherfucking tank. It is, and there's a woman in the yard that says, it, and her quote, her quoted that, thing, it's always such a quiet neighborhood. Oh, my God. <laughs> my daffodils. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I... So your quotes around man is because he's 21. Like, he's not a man yet. He's still a boy. Exactly. That's exactly. Because he looks looks like like an extra from, like, a a teenage drama. He looks like he just got off the CW. Stranger Things or something. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I need to follow up on this. I I missed a lot of this story while it was happening last week. Um, I, I mean, you know... Government secrecy, uh, you know, I, I think there should be a lot, a lot more clarity and access to what the government does. Not that we'll all read it all, you know, but um, government secrets do hurt sometimes. Uh, national security stuff, you know, keep that shit locked down. But also, th- that's that's kind of funny. Like, just oh, well, said, bros. I, that's, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the thing, and the other, the other, <laughs> he gets a tank in his front yard. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's impressive. Like, Damn, dude, Damn. Fucking, way to commit to the bit, bro. So I also think, I also think that the the government would have far fewer problems if they simply stopped using Windows. <laughs> <laughs> like Windows ninety five, like Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still using they're still using Windows ninety five for all of our secret documents. It's like, yeah, maybe maybe PCs the is the bed. Yeah, all the PCs. It's the dumbest thing. I have to like to get onto. Oh God, it was a fucking Teams meeting like a week ago. Yeah, and I had to go through like four different layers security of things. Yeah. And yeah, Microsoft still sucks at everything. Like, yeah, just, it's the word. It's it's like I understand they got in there Twitter, early. Get yourself a Mac. Get a Mac. Everything it's way more secure and it's faster. And people don't crack into Macs. It's true. It's true. 
Saint du Cédu de Pouille. First thing this week, um, you recall the video game and the hit television program, The Last of Us? I, I love that you said program. Mm-hmm. Instead of program, it's a program. It's a program. Uh, that was um, <laughs> what we were talking about. Uh, like the Fiddler on the Roof. Fiddler it's a pogram. Yeah. It's a pogram. It's not a pogram. It's a pogram. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, but you, re- you recall uh, that show. Yes, um, I do. There was the fungus living in people. Yeah, yeah, that the was mushroom. causing the zombie thing. So this is from National Geographic. <laughs> this is a read. <laughs> They're not on Twitter either. It could. Um, I mean, I don't know. I hope so. This might freak you out. But if you like horror, horror films, give it a read. Or horror, the horror genre. Yeah, I do. Um, so here's, here's the story. Out of National Geographic, a deadly fungus with mysterious origins is raising alarms. Uh, this is uh, in 2009. A new fungus was found in Tokyo, swabbed from a woman's ear. In 2016, it was detected for the first time in the U.S. at a hospital in New York. Today, it's been found in 28 states and the District of Columbia. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fungus is growing in humans. It's. It, it's happening. And well, you it's know, and I think because of global warming, like that, the fungus yeah, are learning it's, to adapt. They're learning to adapt to things, and and that, which is exactly the premise. Is lots of one of the things that I'll say, and 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 I, when I was a younger man, and even into my thirties, I used to think I had uh, foot fungus, like really bad foot fungus. I couldn't figure. <laughs> I could love these stories. I couldn't figure it out, and even to the point where I, I mean, I tried everything to get rid of this foot fungus. I couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on. And of course, I don't go see doctors, so what the fuck do I know? So even to the point I did a Donald Trump, where I I literally soaked my feet in bleach because I thought that would get rid of the fungus. And then one day, and God, this has got to be in the like mid nineties. My mom, I came home to visit, and my mom took me to go get my my cousin was a reflexologist, and she did like the foot thing, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And and so I go and I'm like kind of embarrassed because my feet are in terrible shape. And she looks at my feet and I'm like, yeah, I know. I got this fungus. I can't. She goes, this isn't a fungus. Jesus Christ, you have the driest feet I ever saw in my life. I went, what? She goes, no, they're they're cracked because they're fucking dry. You need to moisturize these motherfuckers. So all I'm going to say is if you got a fungus that's like this crazy, it might not be a fungus. You just might need to hydrate. Probably not, but but point taken. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. My first thing is a listen. Do you listen to Smartless, the podcast Smartless? It's no. uh, it's 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 Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes and uh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett, and, yeah. and and it is a really funny. Eric Wilson turned me on to it. The latest episode, one of the last episode I listened to, is they interview Rob Lowe, and I mean it is one of the best. Funniest. I haven't laughed so hard. First of all, I haven't laughed so hard at an episode in a really long time where I literally had to stop because I was just laughing. <laughs> and and it, it also really kind of breaks down some of the the Rob Lowe kind of uh year. So it's it's a really yeah. funny listen. Smart less Rob Lowe. It dropped April 10th, 2023. All right, my next thing is also a read. Uh this is in ProPublica. Pro Publica. 
They're at it again on this Clarence Thomas thing. Um, <laughs> this is, you know, this is what I was talking about earlier. Like we're in this this moment of like political craziness and just cultural craziness. Fucking Clarence Thomas. I just I want to go back to 1991 with this evidence today. The, you know, the be coke like, can. Yeah, he was a he was a skeeve bag then. Yeah, he was a piece of shit then. He's a piece of shit now. Um, but the headline is: Billionaire Harlan Crow bought property from Clarence Thomas, and the justice didn't disclose the deal. Like it's becoming more and more clear that Thomas is like, yeah, rule of law for everybody, but not me. Go fuck yourself. I'm going to do what I want. This, yeah, well, I'm untouchable. I can do anything I want. Is, yeah, it's becoming comical. It was it's always just, comical. I, ah, oh, this fucking guy. I just, I, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. Right I, like just watching yeah. the, and, and seeing how smug he continues to be throughout the whole thing. Ah, keep it coming. I, I want to see this guy go down. Fuck Clarence there, Thomas. There you go. All right. Um, uh, my second thing is uh, jonathanheight.substack.com. He is the guy that was a part of the writers of the coddling of the American mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an article article called do the kids think they're all right one of the things that he recognized he's done a lot of like serious study i mean and not like hey here's my fucking opinion and that <laughs> means i'm i know what i'm talking about this guy has spent decades studying the effects of the internet on people and specifically into specific to the point of social media on the effects of younger people, the younger generations. Well, he recognized in his study that maybe there was a bias because he's old, you know, and uh, he's been accused that. So he hired a researcher who is 22 years old, a Gen Z, um, very involved in, you know, I mean, and he said, I need you to go find out what Gen Z thinks about the effects of social media Mm-hmm. On on and the in, I mean, there's a lot of information in this article. It's a really well written article. The thing I think is fascinating, and it really sums up America. I mean, because he he studied UK kids and Australian kids, and I mean, all over the world kind of stuff. But one of the things that's most interesting is that most of the Gen Z that he talked to, and he talked to, I mean, there's a bunch of studies. Is they think that that. Social media is absolutely detrimental to their friends, mm-hmm. but not not so much to them. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's like taking a bunch of kids that get busted by, you know, doing something, breaking the law, and they put them all in separate rooms, and they each rat each other out. It wasn't yep. me, it was Don. Don's like, it wasn't me, it was David, and, you know... <laughs> Like, That's a, I mean, yeah, yeah I thought it was pretty funny. The exact funny. same story, but with completely different point of, points of yeah. view. Yeah, but it's a really good, it's, oh, I highly okay. recommend it because it's, it's, it's like really eye-opening and it, it, it does confirm a lot of things that I, I had already read about and thought were, were probably true, but it also uh, gives it from a perspective of the people that are actually directly affected by it rather mm-hmm. than me sitting in my casino chair in the middle of Wichita, Kansas going, I like kids these days. Yeah. Old man yells at clouds, right? Yeah. Um, All right. My third thing this week, um, as I mentioned, I was in Florida last week and I was, when I got home, I was greeted by two things that I felt were like, this is where I think like there's evidence of, of God or some, Occasionally, the, the ruler of the universe, not the, the master, deity, he, a he deity of some sort, but somebody 
sometimes like checks in with us individually and is like, I'm going to kind of fuck with you a little bit. So there were two things. I come home <laughs> last night. I turn on, you know, I settle in, turn on the TV, um, eat some dinner. And there's a new Netflix show called Florida Man. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I, I saw that. So, that was, I haven't seen it yet. I'm not ready to recommend it yet because I don't know if it's worth recommending. Okay. I started it, but we'll, we'll come back to that maybe next week. But the other thing that I saw was in my new issue of The Atlantic, I open it up, <laughs> and there is a story called The Magic Kingdom of Ron DeSantis. <laughs> the Magic Kingdom of Ron DeSantis, my very British romp through America's weirdest state, written by Helen Lewis. Oh, yeah. Who you'll recall was like back in 2019. Um, this is what kicked off the J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, she, she, she was on the she was on the she was on the podcast the as yeah. well. The, the J.K. Rowling podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Helen Lewis is no longer canceled or what, whatever. Um, but let me just read you. This is, first of all. Because I just got back from Florida. Yeah. I'm super into this. It's story. all fresh. It's all fresh. Second of all, I'm, I'm so, I'm loving like the Ron DeSantis versus Disney, like weird, <sighs> you know, the weird posturing and culture wars that Ron DeSantis is just really leaning into this fucking Momo. But it's a funny story. Like Helen Lewis is a great writer. Oh, and she's, and wanna... she's actually very right. She's <laughs> British. So she's very funny. Yeah. Very right. So let me just read you this, <laughs> this one paragraph, because if you recall back in the day, there was the uh, <laughs> the emotional support animal stuff that was happening. <laughs> All right. So this is a quote from um, somebody that she's you know interviewed for the story. The thing about being the punchline state is that it's all true. The writer Craig Pittman told me over Zoom, his tropical print shirt gleaming in the sun. Do you remember the story about the woman who got in trouble in New Jersey for trying to board a plane with her emotional support peacock? Yes, I do. That peacock was from Florida. <laughs> that had me laughing so hard. Laughing when I was reading it. So, yeah, this is just—I mean, this is just a great story. The Magic Kingdom of Ron DeSantis. All right, I'm going to read it. My my third thing is on Netflix. It's a watch. Beef. Yeah. Um, what I love about it, and I've heard a couple of people's like, because it, it starts off, uh, you know, it's it's very simple. It's it's Stephen Yen as sort of a, a, a middle aged guy that just can't, he just can't get a fucking break. And Ali Wong, who is super successful but so stressed out about living in a marriage and living a life she doesn't really feel, and mm-hmm. they get into a road rage situation in the first episode. <laughs> so and funny. It's which is very funny, but what. What what I love about it, I, I'm just there's so many things I love about it. First of all, the two of them are just brilliant together. Brilliant. The so entire brilliant. cast yeah. is really good, but the story does not take the turns that you. It is very and it, it is a very unusual story. Mm-hmm. It does not mm-hmm. take the turns that you expect it to take. It and the ending. Have you seen the whole thing? No. So okay. Don't. I'm not. I'm not going to spoil anything, but. The 10th episode is, it's one of the most, un, it's, it, it's, it's completely unexpected, yet could not have been any other way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it is, it is, that 10th, it, it, to me, great, great TV shows can be defined on how they stick the landing. 
Yeah. And this one, it is not the landing that you're expecting. While you're in the midst of this thing and you're watching it, this is not the landing that you will pot. You couldn't possibly see this episode coming. Mm. But the way it unfolds, it's just it, 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 it just has made it. It's so much better than a road rage show. It, it's really not about a yeah. road rage. It, it just it's it very so fucking good. Road rage. Like oh, but it, it, the rage becomes about so much more with that. Like, that's the thing. It's like the 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 arc of the story, the character arc, is very real. Yeah, it and I'm just going to tell you it the final. Sh- the, the thing I'm going to tell you is the final shot. Just. It just says so much. I've, I, I, I'm telling you, it's one of those like when you have a when you have a final shot. I I believe I do. I believe that the director and writers knew from the very beginning this was going to be the final shot. This was and, the ending, yeah. and we had no idea to see it. Just I think it's phenomenal. I recommend it to anybody that just likes good TV. Um, Nina Metz wrote in the Chicago Tribune that it made her uncomfortable because the rage was so open and you know it's just it's so unapologetic about it i yeah. i i you know as as a as a ragey guy i i did not find it uncomfortable i went yeah okay been there yeah wow mm-hmm. holy shit um just just brilliant just one of the best things i've seen on netflix uh ever and i like a lot of netflix it's no cobra kai but it's really good no nothing is no it's speaking of cobra kai just one thing before we go on the plane back from Florida, um, I happened to watch my cousin Vinny again. Yeah. For the gazillionth time. And I think, I'm just, I, I just want to say it. Let's make it official. My cousin Vinny is in my top five favorite movies. Wow. This movie is so good. It's, well, it is. I it's a very it funny movie. So many times. And I'm on the plane, surrounded by people, like where I'm trying to just like keep to myself. And I'm still. Literally LOLing, like I'm laughing out loud at shit that I've seen a gazillion times. This movie, fucking my cousin, it's just it's it's perfect. Yeah, it is and a perfect movie. The scene I and I'm using it to help my marriage because this or maybe insult my marriage. <laughs> we'll see how it plays out. The scene. <laughs> the, have we talked about like how hard it is for me to ask questions to Stacy? Yeah. Oh yeah. But it, okay. It, so the you get scene in trouble. I get in trouble <laughs> every time where, you know, how do your clients plead? And he's like, well, my clients didn't do it. Your honor. There's, there's a problem here. And he's like, this is a simple yes or no question or a simple guilty or not guilty. It's a very simple question. There are two answers that you could give me. How do your clients plead? Well, they didn't do it. Your honor. He's like, <laughs> just like answer the fucking question. <laughs> it, it, you're overcomplicating it. So I sent that. To Stacy, <laughs> like that that YouTube clip. I'm uh-huh. like, this is when I ask you questions. This is what happens. Well, I, she hasn't responded yet. We'll see how it goes. Well, because she's going to say, "I don't understand which one am I." Yeah, am yes. I the judge? Oh, I'm the God, judge. I'm the judge. Am I the judge? And you're you're Vinny, and you're like, no. Why? Why do you oh, say I'm? God. Why am I like Vinny? Yeah, I'm, it's. <laughs> oh my God! I did. I may have just like. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, I can say for all the many reasons, I'm really happy I'm no longer married. So, (laughs) yeah. And that's the show. 
You can listen to the Literate Apecast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. What the fuck?